Hello, good evening, and good afternoon, wherever you're listening from. Welcome to the Scanlines podcast, where some friends of I, some friends of mine and I get together and talk about retro video games and games we're playing, collecting, um, of course, modern games as well. With me is, uh, as always, Anthony. Hey, Eric. Hey, <laughs> that was. <laughs> we're still working out our introductions for this podcast, so they're kind of awkward. Seabass, okay. what's up? <laughs> Scanlines. Hey, hey guys, and how's it uh, going? we also have. Sorry, we also have, um, wait your turn, Sebastian, wait your turn. I gotta, I gotta, no, I'm sorry. Uh, also out in Osaka, Japan, we have Sebastian. <clears throat> Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello, guys. That's sorry. the energy <laughs> I'm looking um, for right there, all right? <laughs> there you go. Um, so uh, this morning, our, uh, who is usually with us, Mr. Mike, and also our friend from Sweden, uh, Danny. Danny's probably going to be the one that's most often having to take nights off of the podcast. So we'll see him infrequently, but he will be on the cast. But Mike, I don't know what Mike's doing. I forget what he's doing. I think he's well, going it's camping day, or something. So it's we... Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. It's Mother's oh, okay. Day. Okay. So but wait, you do Mother's Day from 8 in the morning? No, it's 7 p.m. at night over there. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm, so I was at my mother's from like noon to like 6, and then I came back. Because now it's it's 7.30. That's when we're starting. Mother's Day. Okay. So... I called. Uh, I talked to my mom yesterday, so I got that. I guess it sounds mean to say out of the way. Yesterday, but, for you, but like, yeah, this morning for her. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, Sebastian, that's cool. You you had the mother thing. Uh, can you? Uh, can you? Can I see that one more time? It's Mother's Happy Day. Mother Day. Like Anthony was before. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, since it's since it's Mother's Day, I want to talk. I want to show off the the mother pickups because I think Sebastian, I think you linked um, the e toy merch over to us on Instagram a while ago. So first is this little mother jewelry box thing. If you open That's it. a jewelry box? Ooh, the Starman. <laughs> so, when, so when I become a CEO of a company, I'm going to put that Starman on my, on my like pocket for the suit jacket. <laughs> when you're like a jet, like an army, uh, uh, decorated war. Yeah, when I'm a lieutenant general. <laughs> general. Yeah, it's gonna be like all like uh, like American hero stuff, and then just Starman just to like throw everyone off uh, on your wedding. That's on awesome. your wedding. Too. So next up is the poster set I got, which these are fucking awesome. So wow, yeah, these are yeah these are dope. Um, here's this is that's my favorite one, honestly. Wait, is that a poster? Is that like original like art remade into a poster, or what is that? It's it's e toy merch. I I also I, I hate to interrupt you, but I also we. As we're starting a new podcast, we're learning that we're also doing an audio version of this. So we have to keep in mind to remind, like, okay, for those listening, because uh, otherwise they're just listening in the air and going, ooh. All right, yeah, so wow. I'll, be, I'll be more descriptive. So um, there's on this website, and it's it can get translated to English if you use the Google Translate. Um, it's eToy, and instead of making games, which, like, I don't think he needs to. I don't think Mother needs to continue. I'd like it to, but... The fans are so fucking crazy that I feel like everyone's going to be disappointed no matter what. Um, but he makes merch, and I think it's really nice. And a lot of it's like stationary stuff. You stuff you find at like Muji, you know. Um, and right. So he. he I can. Yeah. I can actually explain about it because um I'm I, I use their planners and I can actually know the background of the. I, I've actually been to the mother store in Osaka yeah, when it was open. Like? So. Pretty much, just to give some background, what's what we're talking about is essentially um, the creator of Mother, which is Shigesato Itoi. Um, he, after after making Mother One, Two, and Three, he stopped making games and he opened up his own like stationary company, which is called Hobonichi Techo. And Hobonichi makes. They started out with these planners. They're pretty cool. I use them. Um, and he, they're pretty much like a book, and then they come with these like covers that you can put onto them it's very japanese um and the cover some of the covers are like exclusive like mother themed things that's how it started so usually they have like normal like these cloth like or like vinyl covers that you can put onto your paper like planner and then some of them he comes out with like new ones every year and they design they started out by designing like mother one mother themed covers for these books and then i think this is the first or second year that where they started pushing this mother merch and so they were doing these kind of like limited kind of like merch releases online. And then they started going more heavy into it recently where they actually started opening up pop-up shops with mother merch in th throughout Japan. And like, ran usually they're connected with a loft, which is like the yeah. loft, it's like a department store and they sell um, 
lot of different stuff there. But so they have like a contract with them, I guess, because that's where you can find their planners. And that's where they were having these pop-up shops. And yeah, they've been recently they've been making a lot of like merch and they've this year they started making like plushes and like dolls and posters like Anthony bought and pins. They're going pretty heavy into it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So and uh, Earthbound fans are such fanatics like Anthony here that yeah, it's, yeah, it's printing money at this point. So bad. could you show maybe some of the? So thank yeah. you, Sebastian, for that context. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. now that now that um, it's Mother Mother Day, right? I just want to show off my whole mother collection. <laughs> half of it is at home, but I have like another half here. So. Uh, this this one's pretty cool. It's like a sprite sheet. So this is like wow. If you're into like uh, editing sprites, um, this, so this is like one of the things I used to do when I was like you know a little kid is I would get sprites and I would download a PNG with just like a sprite sheet and I would start like morphing two sprites together and it, it kind of reminds me of that. I always thought this was pretty cool. That's so cool. I actually, yeah, I actually like that one the most. Oh really? Yeah. As I've been, I've been getting into the Game Boy Homebrew a little bit. I'm, I'm almost always opening up sprite sheets, and if there's a game how I like their do anim- like how they did their animations, you can pull it open and reference like, oh, that's how they achieved that. Right. Like just this subtle little thing. So that's cool to see. It's, it's um, for what he's showing for audio listeners. It's literally the, the sheet of all of the characters' different sprites of the game on like a map. It looks like a design. It's really cool. So uh, if you've ever seen like the Earthbound strategy guide, um, all the like designs in it use claymation. So oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I have no so idea. I'm pretty sure they they must have reused some of the art from the strategy guide. There's like different angles, so maybe they just like started from scratch, or there was like models that they actually like kept to recreate this. But for the people just listening, it's basically like strategy guide art, but in a minimalist sort of like space so it looks really cool and then finally like yeah. it's a straight up pixel mr saturn with a it's, it's like if supreme collabed with earthbound this is what it would be yeah that's true <laughs> so. so those are all those are all new from the website or did you buy these secondhand no these are new from the site and they're they're made okay. out of plastic so i'm not like i was i was worried they're gonna be paper because when you get paper posters like they're always gonna get fucked up Right. So, yeah, these are these are like thick plastic, so they're gonna stay good. I'm probably gonna frame them. I don't know how yet. I gotta measure them and everything, but yeah. The plastic's definitely cool because the only I guess the only damage could be some scratches with like a light glare, but otherwise, like yeah, they're in pla- they're in like plastic sleeves though. You can see like on the side, so I haven't done any damage. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I I uh, going off of what Sebastian said with the I was in a loft. Again, it's just a department store in Japan that sells a lot of like stationary stuff. And I was looking for some pens and pencils for some art stuff I wanted to do or whatever. And uh, I, yeah, I stumbled upon like in the corner, it was like the tail end of a mother earthbound merch sale. So they had like the remaining items and it was like only the really expensive ones. And dude, geez, you guys are crazy. Like these prices were nuts. Cause like, I mean, usually for brand new items for games, I'm so used to paying like for a Switch game brand new or a PS4 game. It's like 60, 70 bucks, you know, but merch is a whole nother world, man. Like that, that's yeah. where stuff goes up in the 200, $300 of, cause they want, it's like, like you said, it's like, it's like collecting. It's like people that are really into sneakers or something. Like there's only so many and yeah. you want to own it and it's a piece of history and there's so many reasons to buy it. But I, I, I own the mother games. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to say I don't like them. I'm just not maybe as diehard of a fan. So I wasn't uh, itching to have, felt like I needed to buy that merch, but I'm sure right. one of you guys would have. Well, there's, yeah. um, there's one thing that like, that's going to haunt me until I get it. And it's like one of the more obscure, like mother items. It's, it's an air freshener from like <laughs> the, uh, the pizza place in earthbound. They made like an air freshener and like, you don't see it ever. And like, <laughs> it goes for like, a fuck ton of money because it's like one of the most obscure like earthbound items because like does it actually say earthbound on the at least on the no, merch or like, is it it might be like uh escargo express i forget the it's like some kind of weird i i should know what it is but there's an earthbound air freshener and like when earthbound marketed itself to america they like went with like the 90s like gag sort of thing where it's right like the, you saw the avgn episode where he's like this game stinks yeah exactly yeah. And, and the strategy guide had the same thing it was a bunch of scratch and sniff stickers in there um that's pretty cool though yeah no it's weird because you you reference the avgn one and he make obviously you know his whole character bit is all satire but he also makes a really good point where as a kid 
uh, I, um, unless you were in the know or just had a friend who played it, I had never heard of Earth Mound. And in, in, in his review, he's like, dude, I never heard of it. And even if I did, it's because all these all these Nintendo powers literally say this game stinks. Yeah. Right. And had like Kelly Pizza Mart. Like, why would you want to buy? You'd be like, oh, this game sucks. But they're going off of that like garbage pale kids right. kind of grotesque booger humor yeah. you know that kind of uh which was popular at the time and, and it's, uh, it's funny like if it weren't for um uncle dennis who was like he had cameos in, in the video we did together he, that's right he bought it in the 90s he bought he bought it in the clearance rack for 20 dollars, complete in box you know oh crazy. my god and so i had the strategy guide growing up he got rid of the boxes obviously like like everyone, sure. everyone did you know right but suck <laughs> he, when when i was 10 years old he gave me the game and the strategy guide and wow yeah he like most like half my games from like the old era are like hand-me-downs from him so uh he hooked me up with earthbound his files on it and then my original files on it too so do you still have your original cart yeah yeah you want to see it let me grab it yes yeah for those wondering what video he's referencing when he says the uh his uncle danny in a video we made us uh or uncle dennis sorry us three um, actually made a video together on my uh, my main YouTube channel for living in Japan. It's called Eric Abroad. So if you just search the word E-R-I-C Eric and then the word abroad, like living abroad, you can find our video where we go game oh. hunting in Japan. And it's me, Sebastian, and Anthony giving you our advice on the uh, specifically the Osaka area, but it's good advice for Japan in general for retro game hunting. And his uncle, uh, I'm getting his name right. It's Uncle Dennis, right? Yeah. I hope I got that right. Yeah, it's okay. I thought so. He was really cool. And he also, I remember in that wall, well, if you watch the video, I'm going to go ahead and spoil one of the pickups. But he picked up the uh, the Mike Tyson NES Famicom box that has Mike Tyson on the box because they removed it, I think, for the American release. Or there's only a couple that, there was like two versions, I think, like a revision. It sounded like yeah. where Mike Tyson's I on think the he box. just wanted like the Japanese version of it. Yeah. He actually, uh, it's funny, he has a display cabinet now um, where he's living. And he has that on display, of course. But he he like... He doesn't have like a ton of games because he's like very simple. He he's fine with like doing digital and everything. Um, sure. But he has like a few games that are like fucking so rare. Like he has the Ninja Gaiden trilogy on SNES, which is like I've never seen one in the wild. Like I've never. Wait, when you say the trilogy, is it all just three separate games, it's, or is it's it Ninja a game Gaiden one, trilogy. two, and three for the NES, but on the SNES? They like ported it to the oh. SNES. Oh. Really? I never even heard yeah, of that. And I've I've never seen one. I never saw it in Japan, so I don't even know if they I'm assuming they brought it to Japan, right? Because it's Konami, isn't it? They must have. They must yeah, like I've never seen it wow. ever besides his copy. Or eBay, of course, but like that doesn't count. It and, makes me want to see the price, the ridiculous price on eBay. Well, just I remember to... he bought it when I was a little kid and it was like a hundred dollars. So it's probably wow. like in the few hundreds now at this point it must be yeah and uh, also castlevania dracula x he has on the snes which is another hit nice here. yeah yeah the japanese copy of castlevania dracula x sells for about 50 dollars, so it's like yeah. on the higher end of like if you're paying 50 bucks for a snes game in japan mm -hmm. it's usually a really good game like i bought clock tower recently that was like what um, i played for is, umihara kawase it was like 50 yeah dollars yeah. yeah yeah so it's like but it, it kind of feels like I, you could call that expensive for like what you're paying sixty dollars for an old game, but you know it's a good game. It's like yeah. you know, like you could buy a modern game for sixty bucks and it's average, or you you buying literally an old masterpiece. And if right. you if you aren't bothered by the retroness, which for us I think it's the opposite. I think we kind of like that right. seeing the, the 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 worst graphics. I'm using air quotes here because they're, <laughs> they're beautiful graphics. They're just older, but yeah, no, yeah. So they Castlevania Castlevania Dracula X sells for about fifty bucks here, which is like, oh, wow, it's one of the it's one of the the higher tier games. But the yeah. American one must be, I would imagine, in the hundred and fifty two hundred dollar yeah, range. Like, like, I don't. I think Castlevania Four is a way better game, but Dracula X is just like a rarer game. So Ed, X has the really good slap and bass line at the does, beginning of the yeah. exactly. But like, if, if you're talking like Castlevania's from ge that generation, like I would probably stick with like Bloodlines and the Genesis. I feel like that in Castlevania Four are probably the best too. Man, I almost want to go on a Genesis tangent because I um we're gonna talk about some of our recent pickups. Anthony, I think you or oh, those were some of your pickups. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, but, I have them right next yeah. to me if you want me to start on that. Yeah, and then I have some I have some pickups as well. I went yesterday with my girlfriend to do some shopping for the first time in a while after a yeah. paycheck. It's always fun. 
It's kind of dangerous though, too, because you always see stuff you don't need, but you really want yeah, it. Yeah. And um, so you have to pick and choose. Okay. But uh, I found a Genesis and they had it, uh, the, the whole system. It was missing, like, I think one of the cables, which you could just buy on eBay, like the AC adapter. But it was the whole console plus a controller for like 35 bucks. And I, uh, I passed on it. I was about to put it in my cart, but I was buying a bunch of other games, which I'll show in a minute. So I'm going to get it at some point, but I'm, man, I, there's so many games on the Genesis that I want to try, but I'm a little nervous to pull the trigger because it's going to be a few hundred dollars of getting Dude, the software I want. I want to, I want to tell you about like something I saw on eBay that like, I don't know if it's like fucked up or actually works. I saw an adapter that lets you play Genesis games on your Super Nintendo. What? What? How, how well does that work? I wonder. I don't. I don't. That... Know. Like, no idea. But I saw wow. this adapter that can play <laughs> can do that. So I might. I, I think that I'm would be get weird it. because it would probably take. Because you know how the Genesis audio sounds so different from the Super Nintendo. It's a lot more like metallic. It must sound it sounds like more shit. Like... Yeah, because the sound driver is like totally different. I. That would be hilarious to test out and just see how ass the, the music changes when you play it on the Super Nintendo because yeah, it's, it's like, not made for it. If it's passable and like I don't need to hook up another console, like it might be worth it, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't dude. Know. That might be considering that might be worth considering because then I wouldn't have to buy, you know, a nice component cable because those are kind of pricey too. And that yeah. that was why I'm pausing to do it. But um, yeah, um, I, I really want to play like Warrior of Senti. I think it's called. It's like a. Legend I know. Show. I know what you're talking about. It's like a Zelda like. Yeah, game. the Zelda clone game. I heard really good huh. things about that. Um, also, uh, God, I forget the name. It's the one where you like you bounce off the walls. What the hell is that called with a little? It's like a little dog looking guy. <laughs> I don't know. On the Genesis, I wouldn't know. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I, I didn't have a Genesis either. All right, well, dude, I want to get into Genesis so bad, but we got to pick um, our battles because there's a lot right. of consoles to so pick games for. I'm gonna do my pickups. Um, I'll start sure. with like, so. PS2 games have like gone up crazy in price, especially RPGs. And the same thing's happening with PS3, I just found out. So like when oh, I worked at GameStop, I was that. buying like every RPG on PS3 because it was like two bucks, three bucks, and I was just like, fucking like, let's do it. Like Puppeteer is like $80 right now. And I got that, like, that was like a bargain bin game, you know? It's wild. 3D game heroes, folklore, like all these games were just like clearance bin games for years when I worked at GameStop. But 3D dot. 3D Dog Game Hero is pretty rare. Yeah, but like I saw when I worked at GameStop, it, they were just like everywhere. Like we had like yeah. five of them in our drawer. Like I should have bought them all. Um, but I picked up this one because this game shop had it at a lower price than eBay. And I kind of want to try it out. So we get in tactics. Okay. Yep. For the PS2. Is it like Valkyrie Chronicles or something like that? It's Valkyrie like Fire Chronicles. Emblem. So Suikoden is, sure. is like a, a JRPG series that started on the PS1. And this one is like the tactics version. So it's kind of like what Final Fantasy did when they made the tactics games. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So kind of the same idea. Um, cool. This game just got remade on the PS4 and totally fucking flopped. They did a terrible job remaking it. Um, <laughs> so I wanted the original okay. version. So that's 13 on the GameCube. I've heard of this game. Yeah, it's, I've a, heard of it's it. like an FPS with like, it's got that like uh, Valkyria Chronicles, Borderlands. Cell graphics. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. So that's that's the boring stuff. <laughs> that's the boring stuff. Yeah. Oh. Let's, let's see the good stuff. So um, I just made a TikTok for this for this shop in uh, Rockland, Massachusetts called Nostalgia Games. Uh, Shout out TikTok. Yeah, the TikTok's hilarious. Uh, I, he had a Pikachu costume, and I was like, dude, you got to put it on for the TikTok. Like, it's going to do so much better if you put on the Pikachu costume. So like, <laughs> the, the intro is like me walking in the store, and he's just in a Pikachu costume, like, waving at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll include that in the, in the video yeah, here. It's, it's hilarious. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to get. Like, he had Rule of Rose on PS2, and I, I really want that game, but he's charging 950 for it, and like... I don't know Ooh. if I agree with that, but uh, I did find these, and I didn't have either of them. And so I was like, you know what? Might as well get this set while I'm here. And it's Earthworm Jim 1 and 2 on the SNES. Nice. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Dude, I've been wanting to play those for a while. Those, yeah, those go for a, a high price. Those are great. Yeah, those are Do they great. go for a lot in Japan? Because it's They American have them here, game, yeah. Right? I've, I've found... No, but I've seen copies here that were... Um, no, I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, I've def I've seen something for sale that was Earthworm Jim here, so yeah. I think it was super fair. Well, it's, it's like yeah. that thing where like 007 games are like more expensive in Japan because it's made in America yeah. type thing. Yeah, 
Do you um, think it's maybe more expensive here? Is it one of those scenarios? Yeah, like, I, I paid uh, so I paid thirty five for one, and then like forty for two. Oh, that's even cheaper than I saw it here for. Yeah, so yeah, so definitely. Okay, okay. Um, cool. So yeah, the box art's different like, in Japan for sure. So now we're on we're on NES, and these are just games I like didn't have, and so I was like, oh, I need to get them. So Marble Madness for one. I have, I don't know about that. Oh, Marble Madness. Marvel Madness, it's like an isometric, like, yeah, ball game. I think, we have to, like, I think it's originally um, an original, like, 80s arcade game with the trackball, yeah, no? It is. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Crystal Castles. Good. Just like Crystal Castles. Dude, oh. Is it like I, Kirby's Dream Course? Uh, it's like, um, was that Sonic game, Sonic 3D Blast? Like, it's it's like the okay, okay. isometric, like, yeah. It, Got it. But, like, the controls are really hard because the trackball makes it easy. Um. This right. Ca- Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse. Oh awesome. wow, nice pick. That's a like, great pickup. Had to get it. So these are all from that shop, the uh, nostalgia. No, games? I went to three different shops uh, yesterday. So okay. This is like all three shops, but dude, it's awesome. All right. Because now that I'm like one of the guys who hit me up <clears throat> at the first shop, he's like, "Yo, come to my shop, like, and you can make a video, like." And I and I came. I was like, "Here I am." Like he's like, "Yeah, record whatever you want," and. I'm getting like discounts at these stores. Like everyone's so nice to me because like they know me as like the TikTok guy who's making videos for all these stores. So he's like, if you're, you know, giving us free advertising, like we're gonna hook you up. So the first place wow. I went to literally took fifty dollars off my total, like no problem. Damn. I was like, really? And I was with my friend Ryan, and they fucking took money off his too. They they hooked us both up. It was awesome, dude. TikTok benefits. One of, uh, just one of the many perks of being a part of the Scanlines team. Right? Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful. They they were super nice. Uh, next up is Blaster Master. Classic. Yeah. Game. Nice. Yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah. But the, the last two games are more obscure. And the last one I'm going to show you, I'm like so fucking excited to have. Oh, jeez. Let's uh, see it. First one we is get a drum roll. Journey to yeah, Silius. What is this? Journey to what? Journey Silius. to Silius. Um, what is that? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like Blaster Master. It's like a shooter, like, you know, like robotic looking. I don't know much, that much about it, so I can't really speak too much. But, uh, and, 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 why so Silius? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But had to. This is the big pickup of yesterday. Um, it's fucking awesome. It's called Wampum on the NES. <laughs> Oh, I think I have. This seen game this. is good. This game's really good. <laughs> Wampum Green's got the native, right? Yeah. That's hilarious. That would have fly today, right? Indian. It's called my, Wampum My, my mom like, goes to Mohegan Sun all the time. And I'm, and uh, back back in like the 90s, they had like a currency for like rewards points at Mohegan Sun, like the Native American casino. And they called them Wampum Points. <laughs> wow. And Dude, so, this is, that's a great pickup. That game looks good. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It's like a platform. It's, it's like a Mega Man type game. It's really Wait, did good. this have any relation to this casino you were just talking about? No, it's just like the the name Wampum is like what Higgins oh. Sun used for their point system called Wampum Points, like in the, um, in the like the nineties. I'm probably very ignorant, but I think Wampum isn't that a currency, like a Native American currency. I think that's where it comes from. That's probably and that's probably why the casino used I, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But like, I think it's actually a cryptocurrency, actually. But they uh, they like spelt it. <laughs> I don't know if they spelled it the way it's supposed to be spelled or what. I don't really know much about it. Oh, oh, it's oh, it's like a pun. That's hilarious. So the word, yeah, I think the real word. It's like I don't know how to spell it. It's like one word, but they made it like like hit them, like womp them. Yeah, yeah. For those listening, they spelled it on the game W H O M P space E M. So like womp them, like whack a mole. Yeah, right. That's funny. Um, but I love a pun, man. The, the label's, a little, humor. label's a little fucked up on this, so I got kind of a good deal. Like, I think it goes for, like, 80 90 I paid, like, 60 for it. And plus, like, got the discount at the end, so. Um, I'll include a little bit of gameplay footage for today's podcast, so I'll uh, okay. make a note to not forget to edit those in. Definitely, like, one a, of those hidden gems on the NES, like, totally underrated game. I got the a question NES- for you, Ant. Like, Go ahead. Did, did you like, uh, I mean, did you have an NES growing up? Um... Yeah, so I when I was like ten or eleven, when my uncle gave me Earthbound, he also gave me his entire NES collection. So I was playing like Super Mario Three and like the original Zelda. Um, nothing like no like obscure NES games, like the the typical ones, like all the Mario's and all the Zeldas. 
But I just, like, I, oh, but if you, you know, had a question, you know, sorry, I mostly played NES was actually when I played Animal Crossing. I played Animal Crossing like religiously on the GameCube. I had this like disc where you could like get all the cheat codes and you can get like all the classic NES games like in your house. So that that was like my house in Animal Crossing was like you could play all these NES games through like mm-hmm. emulation. It, it's the best version of Animal Crossing just because you can collect the classic NES right. file. It's the only it's the only Animal Crossing that did that. And I think they removed it because people were spending more time in their virtual house playing the, the console yeah. than actually playing the real game. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. doing. So that, that was like yeah. my first experience with NES was like Animal Crossing. And then I got the actual NES and I was like, oh, I like the GameCube controller for this. So I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. So, because I, I had an my first console was the NES that I, which was, and I've had Super Mario Bros with the Duck Hunt cartridge, like we talked about in the first episode. Yeah, the two in one. But I had these like really obscure games that some of them I don't even remember. I had like one that was like a shmup, and I can't remember the name of it. I've tried to like figure it out what it was, and I've like gone through like all the NES shmups, and like I can't figure what it out. Was it like? But the, it was just. It's like it was kind of you're in space and you're shooting like like a, there was like a floating head. One of the first boss was like a floating head. Oh, and it was you're like talking a, about um zombie zombie. Fuck, I know exactly what you're talking about. Zombie you nation. The you're talking about zombie nation. Zombie nation. And that game, if that's what you're talking about, that game's rare as fuck now. Because there is a floating zombie head in that. Nation. It was it was like a robotic head though. But it was like it was like a vertical. It wasn't a side to side. It was like a, it was like a up top top. I don't know how do you call this. Cause I don't play shmups that much. Oh, so it wasn't it wasn't like uh, in Zombie Nation. You play as the floating head. Oh no no no, no. That, that that that's totally different. That's crazy. What the hell is that? <laughs> it looks like Carl from Aquatine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's scary. Cool. Um, but the other game I had was Skull and Bones, which is like some like pirate game, and it was so weird. It was like you're on a pirate ship. It was like a platformer, and that, that that was a really weird game. It was called Skull and Bones. And then I had this other game called um, Legacy of the Wizard, which was part of the Dragon Slayer series. Oh wow! And I actually like I actually liked that one because it was kind of like a never ending dungeon that you just go into, and it was so hard. Um, but yeah, NES like has such such like a simplicity to the games. Do you still enjoy it, like playing it? Um, yeah, like it's it's very like polarizing compared to what it used to be where it's like either i think this is like this masterpiece of a game or i'm like i can't fucking look at this game for 30 seconds without like losing my attention you know mm-hmm. it's it, it's very like hit or miss for nes games in general you mean yeah nes in general where it's like yeah I, i'll i'll play a game for 10 seconds and no i i never want to like touch it again or right. i'm like this is special like they should like you know, they should look at this as like an example for a great game. Like Super Mario Three, I think, is like one of the best platformers yeah. ever to this day. Right. I, I, I didn't. Our my like immediate family didn't have an NES. We had Super Nintendo growing up, but my grandma had the NES. So whenever I went to visit grandma, we'd bust out. She had the Mario Duck Hunt combo game, and then she also had, and then she had some other like like maybe like um the uh, whatever the 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 sports ones were, where you were like at like a um dude i've been in japan so long i forgot the word the english word i'm sorry uh track and field sorry wow the black box games sorry the black box games i don't think that's what it was but tra- yeah track like, and f- i know what you mean by track and f- yeah but there was like ice yeah. hockey i think that was like a black box okay there was like a yeah and then she also had um she also had star tropics 2 though do you guys ever play that oh yeah czar's revenge yeah dude yeah oh yeah star tropics really is good very game. underrated it's kind of like uh it's like it's like Zelda two kind of where you're on like this JRPG overworld and you're a small chibi sprite and then when you go into a dungeon it loads and it's more of a it's actually exact almost like that except for that it's uh rather than being like a two D uh, profile platform I don't even know what you call that from the side yeah. view side scroll yeah. platform it's, it's overview kind of like Link to the Past really good game really good music and fun boss mechanics you use like a yo yo to defeat your enemies and yeah, stuff. It's got it's like Earthbound fun. vibes to it a little bit. A little bit. Because yeah, you're like a little kid lost in a world. Right. That's, it's yeah. like the first RPG to like go against that like stereotype of like get the crystals and you're a mage and a sword guy. You know? like Right. <laughs> so. The crystals have been shattered. Right. Go get all the crystals and bring them back. Right. Yeah. Which, the shout NES, out Grandma. The NES library, I... I 
I don't personally collect for it at the moment, mostly because of price. And I've just, you know, I, you have, like I've said, you have to, when you're collecting games, sometimes you have to pick your battles. It's like, I want all that, but I should stick to this console because I, it's, well, money is, you know, because <laughs> it costs money. Yeah. But for the NES, I've kind of uh, decided kind of not to go for it. But what I've found when I look at like uh, people who like collect these games, it's like, it's either like a bubble bobble kind of puzzle game or like it like what i like my perception of the nes is like 85 percent mario clone platformers that just aren't as good as mario and not to say that it's bad but it's just like i don't know something about it doesn't draw me in to want to collect for it as much i'm like okay i get it so i I like that other people like yourself are doing it and i can kind of see these games through other people and i don't have to but i'm not i'm not just buying like every like i'm not buying like jeopardy on the nes you know like i'm buying games that i actually would would play you know a lot of it that's yeah there's a lot of like you know shovelware and that's every console you know yeah um so anthony have you have you played little samson for um nes oh yeah that's a good one is that worth it yeah that's what is that called like bible story in japan bible story 2 or something Little Little Samson's, I think, a, like a, like its own thing. It's like a it platformer. Like, it has like it's a kind, weird, kind of like different name though in in another country. I forget what. Wait, is Little Samson the one where when you jump you like spin? Yeah, exactly. The game that's like a thousand dollars isn't that one super rare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember seeing on uh, Cinemasker Mike Bate doing a playthrough of that. I'm pretty and sure. And it looks it looks really fun. It looks like a really well like underappreciated game. Isn't it called something different in like other countries? It- I couldn't tell. I couldn't say. I'm not sure. Let me see. Yeah, Wikipedia God. That yeah. It's called uh, oh, in Japan. It's called <laughs> Lickle. Yeah, Seide Densetsu Lickle. Lickle. Okay. Rikoru. Rikoru. Wow. Okay, I was thinking of something. Oh no, I was thinking of a different game. But yeah, um, it is- I wonder how much it goes for in Japan. Maybe that could be worth it's, looking it's for. It's definitely cheaper in Japan because I think it goes for okay. like a grand in America, right? Dude, the cartridge looks cool in Japan. It's like it's like lime green. <laughs> no, that the sprite animations are beautiful for that game. Just the main character, just the way you jump, you like spin, and you can grab. I think you can do kind of that. Can't you do kind of the Ninja Gaiden where you like grab under the wall? Yeah, yeah, you can wall jump. Yeah, but there's like different That's characters awesome. you can play as too that do different things. Womp them, dude! I'm trying to womp them. That sounds like fun. I want to see some gameplay footage of that for sure. Do you uh, do you mind if I show some games I picked up yesterday? Let's see it. I haven't gone shopping for a while, so I kind of kind of splurged a little bit. But uh, these were pretty cool. Uh, I'll probably just start with the most interesting one and then show the other ones as well. Yeah. But I was surprised. Uh, this might not seem as special for Westerners watching this, but living in Japan, it's not not every day you see an American copy of a game here. And when you do, I almost always jump on it, uh, even if the price is like the same as the U.S. It's just cool to have. I like to own the American version. I found uh, one of my favorites. This is a great one for the GameCube, uh, Mortal Kombat wow. Deadly Alliance. You got so the American a little bit, version? This is the American one, yeah. Damn. The GameCube. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a bit more of a modern game, but I grew up playing this. I remember playing this a lot at friends' houses. I could actually do a little zoom in here. but was like a Deadly Alliance game? is always my favorite one, actually. I, I like this one a lot. They, they had a really cool... Um, item collection system in this game if you remember like the crypt where if you when you do battles and stuff you get points or coins and i think it's coins with a k and you can spend the coins on it's kind of there's a like a graveyard and each crypt is you don't know what's inside of it and you pay coins to unlock it and you either get like a piece of artwork or a new character skin or just things music unlocks and stuff like that so it it adds some some fun replay value the the new one yeah i haven't i, I want to review it but i haven't seen it yet right. i've heard it's not but so i want to give it a i chance. watched it and like okay i'm not a i'm not like a big mortal kombat fan at all like it's not like the worst movie i've ever seen it's it's fun if you don't take it seriously it's like it's like ridiculous okay. you know so that's what i expected to be watching. like i was listening to i was listening to hack to the hack the movies and i think i didn't i didn't listen to it cuz i didn't want to spoil it yeah. but their opinion was like it sucked and I mean, my, my first impression is exactly that, is I think you're just taking it too serious. It's, it's a Mortal yeah. Kombat. It's a fucking video Hollywood. game movie. They're, they all suck. And yeah. like, like just, yeah. and it's Mortal Kombat, so like it, it has that like underlying humor of like gore and like it's funny, you know? And yeah. I don't know. It's like if, if you know the characters pretty well, like there's so many characters coming in and out. Like, uh, I think I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, 
I'll, I'll definitely check it out when I get the chance. Yeah. Um, Have you guys seen the Monster Hunter movie? No. I heard that was bad. <laughs> I that that's, was what bad. I, that's what I heard. Yeah. My uh, <laughs> Jenny, my girlfriend Jenny is a huge Monster Hunter fan. She just got the Nintendo Switch with the Monster Hunter Rise, like the themed one. So she's she took today off of work just to play that. I'm so proud of her. It's awesome. It's good to see. Uh, but she she told me she's like, oh dude, like you don't like don't even. She told me personally, like please don't watch that movie. It's so bad. It's like because she like takes pride in it. She was like offended. Oh, so I, I guess it's bad. But that's that's her. You know, I trust her opinion on that. Uh, up, uh, since I got the new uh, Pokemon Snap, I've been playing that a lot, dude. Nice. I I you guys know my opinion on it. I fucking love it. I think it's great. It I think good. they killed it. They knocked it out of the park. I haven't beaten it yet, um, so I'm still enjoying it. But um, since I got that, it kind of re-sparked my interest in looking for Switch games. Because I haven't forgotten about the Switch, but I kind of took a break for a while. After that Paper Mario game came out, I was so bitter. Because I really, it was, we all know it was, the battle system was very lackluster at best. It was not fun to play. And it it kind of turned me off, I think unintentionally turned me off to the Switch for a while. I'm now looking back, I haven't, I look back, I have like, anyways... I've got a lot of good, fun play- games to play, but I haven't been playing the Switch. So now that I got that new Pokemon uh, Snap, uh, I found this, and I haven't played it. Uh, I, I actually haven't seen too much gameplay, but it just looked fun enough, and it was cheap enough. All these games were only $20, so nice. uh, that, I got that that, that Zelda. Awesome. Yeah, I heard it's cool. Yeah, so I, for those I listening, the, uh, the Cadence of Hyrule uh, Legend of Zelda game, where it's, uh, it's kind of an indie game collab with... Uh, legend of zelda and it's like a rhythm game i think where it's kind of like yeah i think it, it my impression is that it's kind of like fire emblem but you're moving to the tempo of a beat and you have to like can i be honest about how i beat like that, that game so i i played through the whole game i beat it i, I love it um this one yeah really? yeah yeah um i took off the like tempo thing because like I, I like to relax when I play like games like that. And with the tempo right. thing, you have to press buttons at the exact tempo. So you have to be like precise with that. So if you take that off, it kind of turns into like a um, like a mystery dungeon type game where it's like if you move, they move. And you oh, cool. And you can just like sit there and like figure out like what to do. It's, it's so much easier, but like I just enjoyed it that way because I didn't want to like have i to, i'm glad know. you said that because i'm probably going to do the same thing yeah like because i try it yeah you might like it but okay i ended up switching to just like the turn-based option which is like way more chill in my opinion i usually play my switch right before bed so like you know during the day i don't mind playing a game like starcraft or something more like yeah. focused and competitive and intense or super smash brothers or something but something like this is something i would play before bed half asleep so i'd probably do what you suggested because those games are fun those are really fun i love i know advanced wars isn't like you move they move but those kind of turn-based tactics games i really like so if it's if they're moving right after you move that sounds fun yeah yeah. they have those uh, those mystery dungeon games they've also remade them on the switch i think the ds ones or the 3ds ones uh yeah i I just picked up uh well i pre-ordered it through limited run as she ran the wanderer it's it's a mystery i was just gonna bring that up yeah yeah so that that hopefully is coming in soon i really want to play that Okay. That's like the I, OG, right? Yeah, it's a real old one. Like it's the original of that genre, you mean? Is that I, the idea? I think it's one of the originals. Yeah. Okay. And Mystery Dungeon um, is like, yeah, that that remake, um, it, it hasn't gone down in price at all, so I'm not I'm not gonna pick it up. Like I'm not paying the way, more than forty dollars for a Mystery Dungeon game, you know? Right, right. <laughs> speaking of um speaking of uh limited run games, if you guys if either of you guys find a copy of Shantae on a limited runs boxed copy, please tell me because I'll pay double for it. So I'll pay, remember I'll pay I told it. you I was going to go to Best Buy and check out the limited run games that they had. Uh-huh. Um, I found one that I picked up. Let me, let me grab it real quick. I didn't realize they sell them at Best Buy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bestie. Because uh, Shantae, the game I'm mentioning here on the Switch um, that just recently got ported. Actually, the guy, um, I think his name is Modern Vintage Gamer, MVG, uh, as he's known on YouTube. He's the one who did the port for it. He made a YouTube video and he said, I made this. And it's literally they, he was contacted, I guess, by the developers. They had the rights to the game. And this game, Shantae, if you guys, if listening, haven't played it, uh, the original game was on the Game Boy Color. I've never even played it. I just know a lot about it because I've heard so much. And the only reason I haven't played it is because it's so rare. Um, it's I think it's originally like a red cartridge, super cool. And it goes for upwards of four or $500 to get a copy of it. So I, 
I always just tacked it off as a game I'll never own. But there are sequels and like you know games that have improved with the you know that character in that world yeah. for the like modern ones, which is cool. But they just recently ported the Game Boy Color game to the Switch, which is also interesting because the Switch doesn't have Game Boy games yet in their virtual eShop, but technically there is one now. Shantae's on there. And they yeah. did limited run games release for it physical, but because it's limited run, there's only so many and I didn't know it was coming out. So I did, I missed the boat. So I bought the digital one. Jenny bought it for my birthday. Um, and I can't wait to play through it. But if you guys see a real copy, I will pay. I, w- I wouldn't even mind paying the $60 because compared to the $500 version, I just want to own yeah. a real version of that. Yeah. Um, there's one more Game Boy game that got ported to the Switch, which I was just going to show off. And, oh, okay. And this, and this collection, Collection of Mana, Oh, okay. So, Would you mind uh, oh, slamming yeah. a, a camera yeah. here for me? Yeah, collection of mana. So, oh, that's great. Very cool. So this has um, secret of mana. Oh, I it's I'm not gonna be able to. Wait, focus. is that a Game Boy though? Isn't that Super Nintendo? Secret of mana. Secret of mana. Super Nintendo. It also has Trials of Mana, which is Seiken Densetsu three, um, which finally got ported over to the Switch. But the Game Boy game on it is Final Fantasy Adventure, that they they ported. Oh, or in really? Japanese, in Japanese they call it Seiken Densetsu. Yeah. So that's that's um, they they put they included that into that game though. That's interesting. Yeah, which is the like kind of random, but I'm glad they did it. Right. Like I've always wanted to play that. Um, yeah, I've wanted to check that out too as a Game Boy guy. I think Sebastian, you have that game, don't you? I do. Yeah, it's cool. super cheap now. Like in America, I think I paid like twenty bucks for it, so that was a good deal. Um, I might I might keep an eye out for it just for that copy of. Uh, of that game, the because I've been looking for, um, I, sorry, Final Fantasy. Sorry, Adventure. what's the name again? Adventure, Final Fantasy Adventure. Final Fantasy Adventure. Yeah. I've been on the hunt for it, and I'd probably pay upwards of twenty, thirty dollars for it anyway. Like the Game Boy one, I might as well get the Switch one, and then yeah. just have the EverDrive. I could play on my uh, right. my Game Boy. That it's a yeah. solid collection. Yeah, yeah cool. For sure. Um, and, I, and then finally, so best my local Best Buy has limited run games. Um, so this one looks awesome because it has like a 90s to like early 2000s cartoon network like aesthetic to it and it's one of the only games that actually uses like the um the motion controls within the joy con like the turning motion it's called vitamin connection oh cool it kind of looks like powerpuff girls or something like that yeah yeah so it's it's like a a co-op game where like each person like moves a Joy-Con. Each person gets a Joy-Con. You're kind of like going through these levels as like a vitamin or something. I don't know. I'm very glad you mentioned the Joy-Con game because I picked one up yesterday that also uses the Joy-Cons. And yeah. like you said, it's kind of, it's kind of, you'd think it would be used more, but the Switch is not the Wii. They're not pushing the motion controls right. too much. Which I'm glad about. That's fine because when they do have it, it's it's done right, you know? Right, right. Uh, before I show that one, uh, just to, I'll just show it quickly and move on. But I picked up Rayman Legends. It was only nice, twenty bucks. Nice. Uh, I've never played it. I've heard it's great. Yeah. I've always want. I love Rayman, so I'm looking forward to playing through that. That's speaks for itself. Rayman, good one. But this one, <laughs> dude, I've never heard of this, and I I would assume maybe you guys have. But if you haven't, I wouldn't blame you. I'm gonna for sure put some gameplay footage of this on the screen. So for those listening, if you want to check out the video and take a look at it. I saw this artwork, and just by the art alone, first of all, I was captivated. It was only $20. And this game uses the Joy-Cons. This game is called Fight Crab. Oh, shit. They made a physical Dude, Fight for Crab. They, there's a physical, apparently. Is that is that JP only? I've never seen that in a store. Dude, so I... So it's called Fight so Crab, funny. and in Japanese, it's Kani no Kenka, which means fight fighting crabs, like the... The, the crab battle or something. Yeah, and if yeah. for those listening, there's basically the artwork looks like it, like a, it almost looks like a Dungeons and Dragons, like early 80s, kind of paint <laughs> on, kind that. of base age, but they're crabs holding like battle axes. And the whole game is one of those kind of like goat simulator, si- uh, silly physics games where the Dude. physics, like if you go on, I'll actually here, I'm going to, um, sorry, it looks, in, it looks gonna, insane. I look, I just, there's like a lobster holding like, Dual wielding pistol. <laughs> Dude, it's I'm gonna read the description because it's it's really uh Fight Crab is an over oh I Fight Crab is an over-the-top physics-based 3D action battle game that combines giant crustaceans, insane weaponry, and intense claw-to-claw combat into one absurdly hilarious must-play game. Period. You are a crab. Period. 
<laughs> so you are in in other words you're a crab <laughs> that game uh, the awesome. whole game is that you get each person like if you play two player and apparently this has online too so if you guys find a copy like a digital and want to play let's let's battle each person holds two joy cons and you swing as if you're a crab <laughs> that's the game oh my god dude, yeah get a streamer make a video about that dude that's like a meme oh, game that's so like I a think vr game on my switch right? channel Sorry? That's like a game that was probably meant for VR, but like got put on Switch. Very likely. I, I imagine this was made for Steam as one of those goofy goat simulator games yeah. that become popular on Twitch for a, a small period of time. And they probably ported it to the Switch. I, I don't know the history of it. I've never even heard of it. But 20, you know, it's like going to a bookstore and you judge a book by its cover. I judge this game just by its cover. And just it's 20 yeah. bucks. Even if it sucks, it's $20. Like I, I, I justified it. But... I've heard it's good. I actually, the review copy, for it, it, I'll, but pick it up because I'll, I'll straight up Venmo you $20. Sure. <laughs> it has a 9 out of 10 on Steam, wow. which is usually a very good indicator that it's fun. Yeah, yeah. And I'll put some footage on the uh, on the screen, but this will be very fun to play on stream, I think, will be fun just because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, and you just yeah. look hilarious. So I'll... I'll definitely check this out over on my uh, Twitch channel. Maybe get my now that oh now that my uh, girlfriend has a Switch too. We now both have Joy Cons. We can. I've never played games with the Joy Cons on the Switch. To be honest, yeah. not really. I just so I look nobody does. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Nice, but yeah, if I see a copy, I'll let you know. I'll yeah, pick yeah, it up please. for you. I thought for sure, Eric, your final Switch pickup was gonna be Panty Party. I didn't pick up Panty Party. <laughs> Sebastian, I didn't pick up Panty Party. There was a, I'll put it on screen, but I took a photo. There was a box copy of a game called Panty Party, and it's exactly what it looks like. Take a look. Japan, I'm not Japan doing exclusive. It. Dude, I, I was I was wondering if the because it was one of those like collector's edition giant size. Dude, the Switch giant size boxes, like the collector ones, like for Link's Awakening, Mario Odyssey. I bought all of them. I, I love the collector's one. You pay an extra ten bucks, and it comes with like an art book. It's a lot bigger. It looks good. Yeah, so Panty Party also has one, and I I was half under the assumption that it probably comes with a pair of panties, but the pair you get is probably different depending on who buys it. So you have to get together with all the other people who play panties, and then they all get arrested or something. I don't know. Like this is all like perverted Jesus. crap. <laughs> yeah. So I, no, I didn't pick that up, but um, it's I love how it's not even like trying to be subtle. It's just like hey, this is party. It looks like a horrible game. I was just looking out like yeah. all jokes is it doesn't look fun. It looks terrible. It looks like a game that would like come out on the Vita. Yeah, dude. Like, when you go into the like, Vita shitty, section, like, of, like yeah. yeah. Ugh. I hate I even uh my girlfriend, like we were talking about it, and she was like, She's like, isn't the Vita like a good system, but it just has no good games? I'm like, well, there's games, but they're all that. Yeah, like, like there's there's like a handful of like really great games, and then it's just like dating sin. Like when I when I visit a game shop. I, I go to the Vita section and I'm like, oh wow, they have so many Vita games. And it's like 90% of them are dating sims and like shit like Panty Party. And I'm like, yo, like what about uh, like Ease games and like what about yeah. the Tales series? Like Gravity Days or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Final I, Fantasy is on there. That's when I, that's how I played Final Fantasy X for the first time was on the Vita. Yeah, that was a great they made port. A they, port. It runs perfectly. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll just speed through these because these are common, but I, just haven't picked them up yet, and I got them for a good price yesterday. I've been on the hunt. Uh, Wario Land 1 nice. for the Game Boy oh, in the box, art. and Wario Land 2. That's awesome. Also for the Game Boy Very Color. Cool. You're going to have And then I saw this, and it was cheap. So Kirby's, uh, Kirby's Block Ball. I think it's kind of like a Arkanoid sort of brick-breaking, oh. but for never Kirby. I'm not sure if this ever got an American release or not, but it it's just like kind of one of those. Purple. It has a Super Game Boy like advertisement on it too. Um. Yes, you're right. It does. So I'll have to load this on my. Uh, I actually don't have a Super Game Boy too, but I have that uh, the GameCube Game Boy Player, yeah, game, which allows you to do that. So I'll probably just do that. It looks cool. I like the art. It, you know, if you, if you see an inbox complete game that has Kirby on it and it's only like eight dollars, why not? It's hard not pick it up, right? Yeah. Like just, it's just cool to have. So those are my pickups. Nice. But yeah, nice I felt, pickup, felt good shopping spree. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I still have a game that I've been wanting to show on stream, uh, but I'm going to save it. Or it's a bit of an off-color game, but I was just so shocked by it that I'm going to wait for everyone and Ooh. I'll share it maybe next. Yeah, it's it's. I'll even just say it's it's in poor taste <laughs> in all ways, but I'll t <laughs> it's not Panty Party, but you'll you'll see it next week, guys. Stay, stay tuned. Damn. But uh, all right. Sebastian, what, what have you been playing lately, man? 
Um, so I didn't pick anything up because I, I kind of spent money on camera stuff recently. But um, sure. I was playing the other day. I I find, I beat the I hopped on East Origins. Um, I've oh. been playing that. Like I was I, last time I was stuck on a boss and like I finished. I like stopped at it, and I just came back and then I beat it on my first try. Does that ever happen to you guys? Where like you're like stuck on something? All the time. Yeah, it's like parts chain of memories. Um, the the Captain Hook boss is the one I remember. It took me like a solid week as a kid to beat it. For some reason, my deck was I was under leveled or something, and then I took a break, came back, beat him first try. Yeah. Crazy, right? And then yeah. this is maybe this is this isn't like a really retro game, but PlayStation's like I just tried out some PlayStation Plus games, so they were offering Battlefield Five, and I used to like Battlefield because I used to play for fun. I just I tried out Battlefield Field, Battlefield Five because I haven't played an FPS in like forever, so I just wanted to try it, and it seems pretty cool. It was kind of like, yeah, you, know, you shoot I, rockets and fly in helicopters. Yeah, it wasn't really anything new like that. I thought it was just I, I just like the Battlefield games because they kind of have like that. You feel like you're on a battlefield, I guess, and it's more open and yeah. destructive and vehicles and stuff. I think but, the multiplayer is kind of the strength of that game. I hear like. Because yes. of that feel, it's like a yes. battle royale. Almost. I used to play with my friends because it was like more teamwork oriented. I, I like that. Um, nice, but yeah, mostly East Origins right now. Very cool. Nice. Um, do you mind? I want to go back, Anthony, because you were talking about picking up PS3 games for only three dollars. So yesterday, yeah. I was at the store, and recently, um, I posted it on our Instagram chat. But I that com- that Super Bowl commercial came to mind the other day uh, from Dante's Inferno, where oh, it's yeah. like a thirty second commercial. And it's playing that song where it's like, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And it's Dante's, his wife going into hell. And he like dives in after her, but the music's all like serene. Ain't no sunshine when he's gone. And he's fighting off like hell. And I, it's one of my favorite video game commercials of all time. And it just came to mind. And then I was like, you know what? I should pick up that game. It's, it's super fun. Have you guys played it? Dante's Inferno? It's, it's a God of War ripoff, but it actually like, it's fun on, on its own, you know? Yeah, it's totally a God of War clone where you're this, you know, it's it's like a, what's the way to, like a 3D kind of beat em up, not beat em up, but like a hack and slash maybe is yeah, the way to put it. Yeah, it's a hack and slash or like Bayonetta, God of War. Like, yeah, you yeah. basically swing a whip and kill everything around you yeah. and then it's it's awesome. Um, it, But the bosses are super, the design's crazy, but it's based in hell, so it's kind of like dark, grotesque, there's some horrible dark themes and, you know rape and abortion some horrible things but it's it's very good as a kid i loved it and it came out on the 360 and the ps3 but never came out on the pc so i was like i'll I'll see if there's a copy they had a copy japanese one so i was super excited but unfortunately i think it's it wasn't until like the next generation that software started supporting multiple languages because it's japanese only there's no like sometimes you get the japanese version and they just put japanese subtitles in so you can still hear the english so that's fine I thought it was an American game, so I feel like, you know, English should, would be on it if it's... There's right Jap- there. the, the Japanese version is fully Japanese spoken and wow. no subtitles. It, I know, I was surprised though, too. Right? So like, you don't, I actually, like, sorry? You, it's still playable for you though, right? Because you're not, you don't need to like know perfect Japanese no, to it, play through it. It's definitely playable, but I passed on it simply because the American copy is about 20 bucks and yeah. I like the story in that game, so I decided to pass, but it was only $6 though. So that's what I want to talk about is, dude, I mean, you could buy a PS3. I don't know what it goes for in the States right now, but you can find one in Japan loose for maybe about 50 bucks in box, hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah. And, um, Oh, our cameras just changed. What's going on here? Mike just dropped in. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Oh God. We just got bombed. (laughs) Stream pump. I thought he was sticking around. The Scanlines, hold on, folks. Uh, the Scanlines podcast is currently currently being hacked. We're currently being DDoSed. Oh my! <laughs> oh my god! He's on vacation and just bombed in. That's hilarious. What was I talking about? PS3. So I've been considering. I was uh, for the longest time. I was wanting to get a Sega Genesis. I was thinking that would be my next console to get. I'm actually leaning toward the PS3 now, to be honest, because they, dude, when you go into that section, I am telling you, you find copies of. Oh, and okay, I have a few things to say. I have a lot of things, sorry, but the, that section, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of other games as examples, but think of like, okay, like Dark Souls, right? Those came out on those systems, Oblivion, just like top of the line, triple A games. They were all, I'm not even joking, 400 yen each, 400, 500, 600. The most expensive I saw was like a collector's version of a game for 2000, 
twenty dollars. Yeah. So when I say four hundred yen, that's about four dollars American if you're listening. Um, or if you didn't know. But so I'm looking at this and it's like it feels to me like the video game equivalent, like you said, Ant, of like how you bought the game and now they're worth like eighty dollars. Yeah. It's it's almost like Bitcoin or something, where now's the time to buy PS3 games if yeah, if they haven't gone up for you in, yet. In, in the Japan, US, maybe it's already gone up. Yeah, but here dude, it's cheap. So like, and, and it's cheap still in Japan because you have stores like, you know, Book Off that are still selling PS3. Like in America, right. GameStop doesn't have PS3 anymore. And as soon as GameStop stops selling a certain console, that's when the prices skyrocket. That's that's yeah. the point. And so... So here's... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, Sorry. go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to say, here's the kicker. So, because of course you're like, I was super stoked. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get Dante's Inferno. Now I have incentive to get yeah. a console because I would love to... And it's HDMI, so it's easy to set up for streaming. And I had no reason not to get it. But it only being in Japanese, I was like, okay, I'll wait. PS3 is region free though. So I can order a copy off Luki Games or something like that. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. Luki, by the way. Awesome website, if yeah, you haven't yeah. used it yet. Um, and... Uh, um. But so I, I put it back and I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Maybe I'll, you know, get it another time or after I get a copy. But in uh, referencing back to the video that we made and put on my main Eric Abroad uh, YouTube channel, the store called Sudugaya. My God, we've always been big fans of that shop, but it has gotten so good. I can't even describe it. If you guys ever come to Japan and you're looking for retro games, go to a store called Sudugaya. S-U-R-U, Sudugaya, <laughs> and just search it. Some versions of the stores sell a lot more like figurines and stuff. So it depends on which shop you end up at. So just maybe look it up before you go. But oh my God, the one in Nipponbashi, Osaka has gotten so sick. They rearranged the entire thing. And one wall in particular is only games from, from the West, foreign games. So PAL and uh, American games. And they didn't have, they had like a small section before, but it wasn't like advertised. It was just kind of this small corner. And like, that's where I picked up like Lilo and Stitch Hamster Veal Havoc for the Game Boy Advance American <laughs> copy for $5 because oh, why not? Yeah. And it's a cool box art for five bucks. So I picked that up. Right. But that's that this was like before now they've got an entire section. That's all foreign games. You get, there's even like, you'll find like original Xbox games that are in Korean, for example, like a Korean version of Halo or Counter-Strike. Yeah. That's cool. Fable $4. Like it's, so if you're collecting for the Xbox or PS3, um, so I guess my point is, is I was going to say like, well, it's cheap to get into PS3, but all the games are in Japanese. So what's the point if you don't speak the language, right? They have a ton of PS3 games. They had uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 for $2, Grand Theft Auto 4 for $3. Um, and the list just goes on. They just had a lot of really good games. Um, and uh, I think LA Noir was on that system as well. But you can just imagine any... So I was looking for Dante's Inferno there in English. They didn't have it, but they had pretty much everything else. And they were all, I'm not even joking, like four or five bucks. So because I was shopping for a bunch of other games, I kind of passed. But I think my next, like maybe next month or in a month or two, um, I think my next purchase is going to get a PS3 and just, because get them while they're hot. I mean, if you can get these games for $2, like, is it even, that's like almost yeah. nothing. Like and you can drop can 50 bucks and have like, a huge too. library of games. It's crazy. You, you know? You, I mean, you could get a fat so you could run PS2 and PS1. And if you get a slim, you can still run PS1 games off it. Now, wait a minute. Okay. I Okay. On, 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 during the pod, I'm going to ask you about that. So wait, the PS3 fat, because yeah. I saw one yesterday for a good price. We're, we're talking the OG fat. There's, there's some fats that are PS2 compatible. There's some that aren't. It's like the launch ones that are, it's like the 60 okay. gig launch. And there's like a... You'll know there's like a certain number of USB ports on the front, and that's that's like the best way to tell. The top, so, the front, like opens. There's like an opening thing in the front with the yeah, ports. Yeah, yeah. And um, so does that run it natively, down. or is it emulated? Um, it's native. It's native. Um, I, I believe it's not emulated. In yeah, the, it's like in the, fat, in the original like different... Fat PS3s. Yeah, yeah. They, really? Yeah. So the the slims are emulated. So the PS3 slim is emulated. Yeah. Okay. But you can still play it, PS2, on the slim. No, no, no. But you can play all. You can play PS1 games on every PS3. Wait. So why did you say it was emulated if it doesn't play PS2 games? Because you can you can buy games, PS2 games. Oh, like eShop. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, but so okay, so the original Fat runs discs for PS2 as well. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't this dump obvious answer but it doesn't play ps1 correct yes like I would it does yeah I, I just said yeah so it every ps3 plays ps1 games hang on wait 
Are you serious? Wait, like the original discs? Every, yeah, every PS3 plays PS1, and the original PS2s, PS, sorry, original PS3s play PS2 games. And PS1. So, so the first... Yes, good story. No, dude, I, really? Holy crap, I had no idea it was... I didn't know it played PS1 because that was yeah. actually my dream. This is, it was kind of a joke, but my dream PS5 when it was like coming out, because people were like, are you going to get a PS5 or an Xbox? Per I don't think I'm going to get either of them, at least not for a long time. Yeah. Um, personally, but my dream, I was like, I said, all right, there's one condition that I'll get a PS5, try to get it like on launch and pay full prices. If it supports PS5, 4, 3, 2, and 1, that would be the, the most collector's dream console of history. Yeah, they should do it, but. They should, yeah. and I wish they did. But the PS3, dude, hold. I'm sorry to like pause the podcast and just be so dumbfounded. I'm like shocked. That's I had I I I think I heard that at one point and must have just forgotten. That's incredible. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that compatible. So the PS3 Slim, even if I don't get the one that runs PS2 games, it'll run PS1 discs. Yeah, just fine. exactly. So that's the one I have. Oh, I have the oh. Slim, and you can get PS3 component cables to have it like run off a of CRT, and like it's it's great. It's a great way to play PS4. oh so rather than hdmi it'll come out with component and you can just hook yeah, it up unless, to your switcher unless you have really? like a like a, you have your pc monitor so you can convert hdmi to to vga using that like 10 deck adapter that's what i used to do okay okay and you can play ps1 games off that and there's like it's nice because you have a built-in ps1 memory card because it just uses the the consoles like storage right yeah you never run out of memory right. dude holy crap i'm now like Wow, because then that opens up all three systems for collecting. I could like yeah. when I'm shopping, it's like, oh, I'll get a PS1 game, I'll get a PS2 game. Yeah. That's incredible. But like the only issue with the PS2 backwards compatibility consoles is like those ones are like not stable. Like all those like those all break. And they're expensive. Yo, like, like they bug out or No, like those it's the original model and like those have been known to just break, like shit the bed. Because they'll so get the oh. yellow, yellow light of death. Yeah, that's what it's really? called. Yeah. So if I were you, like you already, if you already had a, if you already have a PS2, keep it, and then just get like a PS3 Slim because you said they're cheap, and then you get like you get PS1, PS3, and then PS2 covered with all that. Okay, because I don't have a PS2 Slim at the moment, but it sounds like it might be worth having. So if you, yeah, you could get a two Slim that covers you for one and two guaranteed, yep. and then three would just be three. Um, and you wouldn't have to worry about it shitting the bed. That's good to keep in mind. Okay, so I'll have to consider. I guess if I see it, if I see an original fat, I'll probably get it and just use it until it dies. Like, and yeah, then well, and then get slim. If it dies though, does it, okay? Then it's just dead, right? Okay. It's probably worth. I was gonna say they're probably worth a lot more too. Like an, an OG yeah. slim, like here, is worth way more than like a regular slim. Well, it was just my birthday the other day, so I'm 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 kind of in a shopping like you know. Ooh, I got a little right, extra cash. Right. That's making me. I might have to hop on the bike after this and go uh, do go. round two here. Man, you got okay. That's got me excited. Or if anything, I'll I'll do it soon. Cool. Hell yeah! All right, PS3 and PS2 and PS1. It is, I guess. Very cool. Hell yeah! I want to play the Legend of Dragoon again anyway on the PS1. I love oh, that. Yeah, that's a good I think one. didn't Mike just get that? Didn't he show that last week? Yes. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I remember picking that up. Um, that was one of those games that was in one of the bargain bins at the time. And now it's considered like one of the greatest JRPGs and it probably goes for a lot more or classic JRPGs. But at the time I was at a, some shop in Seattle visiting family and um, I was selling a game. That's how I always, I don't know about you guys, but I'm obviously regret it now. But as a kid, I didn't like work or anything. So whenever I wanted a new game, I would sell whatever I had already beaten and use that, like sell three games to buy one new one kind of thing. I would always yeah. do that. And um, yeah, I was selling a game and I had like a hot, they said like, all right, you have $2 credit left. So, you know, see whatever you find. I'm like, wow, I'm not going to find anything. And I searched through all the bargain bins, found nothing. And I was like, Legend of Dragon, the, the sticker covered the name of the game. So I was like, Legend of Dragon. All right, it's probably ass, but you know, $2, yeah. I'll pick it up. And it was Legend of Dragoon, all four discs. That's and it so ended up sick. being like, I showed it to all my friends and all my brothers, and they had never heard of it. And we all felt we're now like big fans of it. Um, I'm not a big JRPG guy, but if I am, it's for Legend of Dragoon. That's an awesome, awesome series. It's long as fuck, but yeah, um, definitely a classic. So, okay. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm super psyched now. I might have to... <laughs> We'll get some new, some new, uh, some new stuff. Yeah. Dude, yeah. The PlayStation library is so good. It's huge. It's the biggest 
probably ever, I think, for any console, I imagine. PS1 and PS2. PS2 for sure. PS2 has probably got the biggest. Yeah. And like like even like you were saying, Ant, like um, even if it is a game that's fully in Japanese, you you could obviously just play it because it's just you're playing for the game if you don't mind the story and yeah, stuff. It's like but an action I'll probably get in English just because I love that game, but any other game like a hack and slash, I'd probably just ignore the language barrier yeah. and just enjoy the combat or whatever. That's awesome. All right, thanks. You got me super psyched. That's great. Hell yeah. <laughs> Cool. Cool, fellas. Well, thank you for uh, hanging out. I think maybe that's a good uh, stopping point for Mother Day. Happy Mother Day, Day. everyone. To any Earthbound Earthbound fans out there, have a a great one. Yeah, I actually have uh, Mother 2. I don't have one because I've heard it's not necessary. I have Mother 2, which is Earthbound. And I have Mother 3 on the Game Boy Advance. And I haven't played through either of them. I haven't completed either of them. I've played through them a bit, but... This is... um, this is the one to play right here. So this is like a a remake of Earth Mother oh. One called Earthbound Beginnings. And they balance the game and they like kind of redesign the sprites. So it because like this one is very unbalanced. Like you become open yeah, like halfway hard. through the game and you just destroy everything. This one has like a great balance system. This is the one I beat, and I, I think it's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And is two is is it very different from Mother Two? Or no. is it is I heard two is like a re yeah it's like the same game two is two is like so i I view one is sort of like the the beta version of two yeah that's what i've heard the only thing that's different is like the characters but the characters get repurposed in two and then the story is like a little different in one and it's it's kind of fucked up like the way the whole story goes i'm not gonna like spoil it but um i think they're both worth playing though because they they are different enough where it's worth playing both when you say it's a fucked up, do you mean like in a dark way or yeah. like it's buggy? I or, mean in, oh, in like a dark, a dark like twisted way. <laughs> but that Japanese horror, dude, they've got another, they've got a whole new level of dude. Uh, mental, you know, horror, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the ring and grudge and all that. Like, yeah, it's, it's got like horror to it. Yeah. It's, it's uh, a little freaky, but. <laughs> okay. I mean, even that, I know that again, not to spoil it if you've never played it, but I've, I've seen a lot of, I'll probably never beat those games, but I watch people who do let's plays of them and stuff like yeah. that. And I enjoy watching it. Um, the final boss, it's creepy as hell. Like you don't even really know what it is really. It's like so obscure. Yeah. I won't really say, but like you said, that kind of uh, psychological horror or whatever, right. it definitely is in that vein for sure. Yep. Cool. Happy mother day. Everyone play earthbound. If you're a fan, otherwise don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Great. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully next week uh, we can get Mike or and or Danny back on. But uh, I've got some some other games I want to show you guys. But uh, thanks for hanging out. Keep playing some games. And uh, my my wallet's hurting a little bit. I'll probably wait till next month to get that PS3. But now I'm psyched because yeah. it's, a, it's a good chance to buy Bye-bye. PS3 before the prices go up. So do it if you can. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Thank we'll you. see you next week. Bye-bye.